This podcast arrives at quite a unique time for Newcastle fans, in which we're following a transfer window in which a player was actually signed and bought for a market rate fee. We decided to go to the Spurs game to ask fellow fans what they thought about the transfer window, fan pressure, protests and the role of Rafa Benitez. Hello everybody and welcome to the first ever episode of the Outcast live-ish from uh, Wembley Stadium um, for Newcastle versus Spurs. Uh, I'm here with Newcastle fans and we're asking key questions following the transfer window. So I'm here with a fan who's joined us today. How are you doing? All right? Yeah, good, good. Good. So I'm just going to get going and start. Uh, first question, the, the killer question, is the transfer window that's just gone by, is it good enough? Well, it's a start. It's, it's, it's a beginning, but we've got a long, long way to go. The trouble is, we have we support a club that's being run as a marketing organisation, not as a football club, would be where I'm coming from. OK, so you think that's the fundamental yeah, it's, problem, that there's no sport and ambition beyond that? No, no, it's, it's, it's very limited, and I think Ashley was pushed by, by Rafa to do what he's done, and he's borrowed money from Barclays to do it. Uh, but would you know, not argue that this... this is a statement of ambition, having broken the transfer record, supposedly? <laughs> the transfer record was set a long time ago, and I don't think we should have comparisons anyway with Michael Owen. I don't think that's a very healthy comparison. It's, it's you know, they look good. The people who've come in over the last few days, they look very good, want to see them, but it's, we're still a long way to go. We, we need more money spent. And without Rafa pushing very cleverly from the sidelines for this we wouldn't have got what we've got that leads me to my next question i guess is um how if if, if a lesser lesser manager a less politically engaged manager was involved as in the past sure, uh, do you think abs- we would have been absolutely. in a position now rafa is the most incredible leader i mean I'm, I'm a leadership coach that's what i do that's that's uh, that's my job and what rafa has and what he exudes in vast quantities is incredible emotional intelligence and he knows exactly how to go about his negotiations with, with Ashley. And very, very few people would have A, put up with it, or B, been able to, to manage it in such a, a politically clever, astute, emotionally intelligent way as, as Rafa has done. And, you know, he's, he's a genius in, in that department. And we're incredibly lucky to still have him. And I just hope, hope, hope we can hold on to him. Yeah, because it's, it's about the long term, really, isn't it? Absolutely, and I just hope and pray that you know that he is going to stay because with the, with the right ownership of the club, we would fly. We would absolutely fly with the support we've got, with a brilliant manager that we have, um, and his inspirational signings that he's made when he's when he's had the limited funds available to do so. So you mentioned the support there. You've obviously got the manager and you've got the ownership. Yeah. Yeah. Support in the middle a lot of the time, caught in the crossfire of this. Um, what is their role though? Obviously to support the team is the popular um, the popular motto, but what is our role? I mean, you will have, uh, you will have seen um, on Tuesday night just come, we had a fantastic victory against... Unbelievable. Man City? I, I mean, I believe that actually when the match is on, we need to be 100% behind the, behind the team. What goes on outside the stadium, before the match, after the match, that's the time for protesting. Um, but during the game, we've got to get 100% behind the team. We're amazing when we get behind the team. And 
we've been battered to oblivion and beyond because of the abuse we've suffered over 11 years with Ashley. So different people react in different ways to that. Some of our fans have given up their, their season tickets after many, many years. It's absolutely heartbreaking. But with pressure on, on, on incomes, you know, it's, 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 it's a very tough ride as a, as a Newcastle supporter. I often think, you know, it would be very easy to be a Manchester United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal supporter, but it takes a tough character to be a Newcastle supporter. Uh, the, the person who gets it right in owning our club and investing in our club with a brilliant manager like Rafa, we will fly. We will absolutely fly. And one day, as Keegan said, we will get our club back. And I just hope and pray that's going to come as soon as possible. So one last question. As fans, because we're here as the London Magpie group, yep. and we're here as a pressure group, a fan group, we're talking to supporters, we're engaging with supporters, what's the next steps for us? What should we be doing? If we're not going to try and combine football and politics together, is that even possible? What do you think the next steps are? I think we have to keep irritating Ashley, making sure he's aware of, of how unhappy we are with the way he's mis running our club, um, the, the lack of funds, the lack of support uh, to Rafa. Um, we just have to keep the pressure on. Obviously, we've had good news this week, but uh, you know, one swallow doesn't make a summer. We've got to keep the pressure on, and that's where, what I will be doing for sure. Okay, thank you very much for your time. Much appreciated. Huh? Enjoy the game. fan here who's uh, travelled from Ireland I believe yeah, yeah. or Irish originally coming, coming all the way from Ireland to, to see Newcastle today. superb man. superb one question we've got is about the transfer deadline and the transfer window that we're asking and the big question is is are things good enough is it good enough it's it's good enough for the short term but it doesn't take into account what's happened the last 10-11 years uh, we're going to see the next next transfer window in the summer he's going to continue personally knowing all the fans he's not going to do that so, uh, look, he's, he's, he's doing good at the moment, but long-term, we still want him out. So it's a sustainability issue long-term, do you think? It's sustainability, we can't, I, I can't see him investing. Uh, hopefully more the same of what he's done just down the transfer window, but uh, um, it, it's very hard to see. Because we've, we've got some good players, my understanding is. We've got one loan and we've got one signing that's... That's true, we've, we've one new loan player and same, same with Rondon, I guess another question is are we going to sign them permanently come the summer? Um, with Rondon being 29-30, it's very hard to see Ashley shelling out that money, but I guess time will see. Okay, great. And so how much do you think this is down to the manager, the role of the manager, and how he's, he's very politically engaged yeah yeah uh, traditionally it, it, isn't he so how much of it do you think this uh, pressure is down to oh him? yeah it, it, it's it's all down to Rafa if Rafa didn't have six months left in his contract there's no way we, we would have signed that Almiron so uh, we'll see if Rafa signs a new contract I think uh, Rafa knows what Ashley's about and uh, again if Rafa doesn't stay I guess we just know we can't trust Mike Ashley okay and finally um, if fans are going to have an input on this process uh, we're, we're part of this today um, we're talking to fans like yourself yeah. how much do you think of an influence do you think fans have were you aware of the sort of yeah, protests that have been going on oh uh, yeah in Ireland we, we know of all the protests going on but it's very easy to see that, that the fans are too passionate not to attend games so I don't think that will work I think well 
my suggestion would be with the, the TV coverage of games definitely the, the stand-in protest after a game would be good just to get the national coverage out there especially on Sky Sports or BT so it's about media exposure yeah yeah, yeah. make him like if you're still showing and you're getting the money I don't think he really cares The Outcast will be back after these short messages. Tired of your usual type of fishing? Tired of constantly losing arguments on social media? Then try using Rio's fishing tackle and gear from Rio Ferdinand. Hi, I'm a flat earther, and recently I got myself in a spot of bother online when I argued with the vast majority of the scientific community. Well, thanks to Rio Ferdinand and his patented fishing emojis, I managed to pass off those views as if they weren't my own and those eggheads can stick that round earth where the sun don't shine. Do not use in place of valid argument. Excessive use may result in social media backlash. Hello, I'm here again for The Outcast, uh, recording outside Wembley uh, with some Newcastle fans who have uh, joined us for the day today as well and willing to comment on the recent transfer window activity. So, ladies, uh, one question to start with. Is it good enough? Is what happened this week good enough for Newcastle? No, it's a start, but there's more that can be done and it's too little too late. Too little too late? Yeah. And always on the last day of the transfer window as well, which, again, is not helpful because um, doesn't give time to, to bed players in. And obviously we're in a relegation battle and I think we should have had these players signed and sealed by the first of the, well, the opening of the transfer window. There's points to be um, won in between as well, right? Yeah, equally. Um, and, of course, it seems um, as if we borrowed money from Barclays to, to fund this £20 million move, which to me is not um, using the every penny generated that we're told mm. can be used to fund these transfers. Yeah, because the common common theme is that money's being put in by the owner. Is, is that, that doesn't ring true when loans are being taken out and things like that. Is that fair to say? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I mean, it's totally fair and, you know, the problem is, you know, where is all the money going and all the lines are so blurred between the various different companies. I mean, I think it's very hard, but I think we need to try and expose some of that because there is, it actually has so many fingers and so many pies, as we probably all know. Yeah, with the various companies and, of course, Sports yeah. Direct yeah. being arguably yeah. what is the, the main motivator for him being at the club. So, with the, with the, we talk about the owner a little bit in the transfer window, but um, with, the, with the manager in particular... Um, with Rafa, do you think with a less politically, or what do you how, what do you think the role of the Rafa has been in this? Do you think that he's he's, he's been the, the key difference or the pressure point? I mean, I think we'd be lost without him. We'd be relegated for sure. And I think the players that we do get probably only come for him because he is such a yeah. great leader and he does amazing things with with nothing really. Yeah, well, he seems to squeeze an extra. I don't know, fifty percent of players over and above. I think what anyone else would get. Yeah, so uh, do you think it's been the difference in this, this Almiron transfer? Do you think he's been a pivotal factor in that, or 
would, would, you, would we have spent this money anyway? I'm, I'm sure Rafa put the pressure on and I think Ashley probably knows that if Rafa went then we really would be yeah. in a very, very bad place and he couldn't afford to lose him and I I don't know, maybe Rafa said if he didn't get something then he'd have to walk because I don't know, I'm very grateful that Rafa does put up with it but I don't know why he does because yeah, no. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't know why he puts up with that either, he doesn't have to. But I just, I do think he's got an affinity with the fans in the same way that he had at Liverpool, and I believe he put pressure, pressure there on what was above. Um, so there's pressure so for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that remains to be seen, doesn't it? Long term, that's the that's yeah, the issue. Yeah. Um, okay, one last question. We're all here as fans. We've talked about the ownership. We've talked about the management. There were protests. Um, you might have been aware of that or not aware of that, depending on how, yeah, which yeah. which mediums you, you you get your news from. Yeah. yeah um, we are. Two apparently on 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 Tuesday. Uh, how how aware of them were you? And also, what is the role of fans, and what can we do going forward? Do you think? I mean, I was aware of the um, protest after the Man City match, but of course, with the uh, fabulous victory, I think it it's, it dulled um, the effect. And I was there in the at the end in the ground, and there weren't very many people. Um, that's always the problem, isn't it? I mean, I, I, I often think that something in advance of a game would be uh, a better way to protest. Similar to the Northumberland Street Well, similar. Perhaps. I mean, there was a, a... I understand that Bolton had a protest with a tennis balls onto the pitch. Um, and that was quite effective because that meant that Sky or BT or whoever was filming at the time would have to ask the question, why is there a protest? And then it would be explained and then hopefully people around the world if it was Sky would pick up on what actually was happening with Mike Ashley I mean I'd heard there might have been a pink pig protest with soft pigs being thrown I'm not advocating anything that, you know any violent protest but something simple and, and not harmful that might draw attention to it in advance of a t- TV game like Definitely. Simple, right. not harmful, clear to understand. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, but how you get it out to people, because I don't think that was very well... Mm. Um, no, I agree. And I, I think as much as we can do things at football matches, also, you know, outside his stores, handing out leaflets, educating people on what he's doing, not only to the football club, but to yeah. the British High Street as well. Yeah. It affects more than just Newcastle fans, what he's doing. It's difficult, isn't it, when, it, when geography is a, a bit of a dictator, mm. so that's why I suppose... We have to look more nationally, perhaps, or look. I don't know. Or do you and do you target the companies, the boxers, that in St James's Park, right? Um, who obviously they spend a lot of money, and without the income from the boxers, I mean, I think the club, you know, well, wouldn't be in a, a good place. So whether it's important to find out who those people are who own the boxers and then target individually those companies, I mean, that would probably be quite an undertaking. But um, yeah. That's an interesting perspective, though. Yeah, okay. yeah that's, that's a new one I've heard, so that's good. OK, thank you very much for your time. Okay. Enjoy thank the game. You. Is the recent transfer window, January 2019 transfer window, is it good enough? No, I don't think it is good enough. It appears at the outset that Ashley's put money in, but at the end of the day, he's got a loan for it, so a lot of the public don't realise that. They think it's his money going in. It hasn't really been publicised, the fact that it is a bank loan that he's getting. So the, the, so the media perception is, is often that he's put his hand in his pocket tends to be the line that yep. gets yeah, yeah. plotted out. Yeah. It, has, yeah. it has been on this occasion. I think he's. Um, I think Ruff has forced his hand to a degree. He was making waves that he'd be gone earlier last week. 
and within two days we're suddenly buying a 20 million pound number 10 which is our paper and over the cracks is our, our, it's, we're open, we're open to, well, the, the, truth, the truth will be over the next two windows when he probably doesn't spend anything again but I would like to think that there's, there might be still takeover happening in the background that we don't know about and um, they've been forcing Ashley's hand to make sure Benita stops there I don't know it's probably just uh, wishful thinking maybe but you never know there might be still someone mumbling away in the background that we're, that we've been forced to buy this well, he's been forced to buy this player which is very un Ashley like them to lash out 20 million quid on a player but it's, it hasn't happened in his 11 years at all um, but you know we've, it's positive at the end of the, end of the transfer window has been positive it's just whether or not it's, it's, it's good enough and whether it's the next three transfer windows funds spent in one go we'll soon find out so it's a sustainability issue yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, will, he, will he spend another 10 million in the next window or another 20 but on a, on a, on a, on a, I don't think he will he's done but, this as a last resort to appease Rafa because right. he knows his contract's up in the summer well ultimately if Rafa left uh, if, if we didn't if he didn't kind of buy anyone the transfer window Rafa left would, would, would probably more than likely get relegated and it's the sink, chances of, sink, of coming back up would just not happen it's so, a sinking ship yeah. it's a sinking ship do you happens. think there would have been a, 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 a if there was somebody less politically engaged as, as Rafa Benitez that the same result would have happened um, no I think Rafa's played, played him played yeah. him a blinder this week and enforcing his hand he knows what he means to the fans he knows what he means to the club what he means if the club went down and what, what influence he has on that happening um, and he's he's played him like a fiddle and it's, it's kind of um, all all the games that Ashley's played all this time have, have kind of it's been he's been trumped at the, at the death of a transfer window that's my opinion of anyway yeah. and you, you particularly alluded to the the, the, the fans input in, in this process yeah have you been, there was two protests planned for yeah. at the home game the other night yeah and um, we've talked about a little bit about some of the stuff that we've done yeah um, but how difficult do you think it is in terms of getting things to work and can things work in terms it's of hard if, if we're in, in and around the mid-table when protests have a direct, direct kind of reflection on the, on the first team and the atmosphere of games and it, it could be a negative influence on that I don't know whether it's it, it, when you're in a relegation fight that's a bit too too much to lay on the players I don't know but that's just my my opinion on it, whether or not it should happen at games or whether it should happen when it's a, when probably now when the feeling's a bit better we've got three points hopefully we'll get something today and we'll be in a, we'll, we'll, the threat of relegation is not as great we've got a few winnable games coming up but whether or not it's a, it'll still happen now what he's done in the transfer window I don't know okay. do you have an opinion on that? Time will tell Time will tell <laughs> okay. so um, I get the impression it's, it's about the politics and the football, the mix of the two. It, it is. It's, you you it, seem to it, have the belief that they should be separate. Or um, it's, well, it's it's directly related to the club, isn't it? It cannot be separate. It's just to, it's just to getting the timing right of, of doing the, the the thing last season of having the of having the displays in the in the ground at the Gallagher end and the the message that was sending was was positive and negative mm. at the same time, negative to the to the regime but positive to the the players that came out and they could see the what it meant to the fans, but. I don't know, keeping 
chucking tennis balls on the pitch or not putting bums on seats until the 12th minute or whatever, it's, yeah, whether that's going to have, it's, it'll, affect, it'll affect the players negatively is what I'm trying to, trying to say, I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's, bound, it's bound to affect the players, yeah, yeah. what's going on behind the scenes. Do you think the players know what it's about though? Do you think they understand? Because when you think, the players at the start of the season had their own protest, didn't they? And they refused to sign the contracts and they stuff. Did, eh? Because yeah, yeah. they refused to take the photos, didn't they? So yeah, because Ashley refused to pay them. Pizza, yeah. So do you think somewhere within the team, obviously that was driven by Lascelles and stuff, you know? So obviously they had to protest against Ashley. Yeah, you know, do you think yeah. maybe they're trying to tell where, as fans, look at where leading the way, the only way to get results with Ashley is to actually put your foot down. 